I welcome you to Daily Opportunity. Daily Opportunity is a daily devotion that feeds your soul with spiritual manner. Today we are going to talk on allegory of the kingdom of God. And this lesson is going to take a whole week. But I'll be starting on the first part today. Our test is taken from Matthew 13, 18 to 23. For the purpose of our time, I'll be reading only 23. I read, But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding a hundred sixty thirty times what was sown we pray father that god your word will make us to change for better and it will make us to produce crop as you are expected in the name of jesus amen i want to tell us that a parable is usually a short precious story it illustrates a moral attitude or religious principle. An imparable parable provides an instructive example or lesson. It's like a story told to bring out moral story. And when we look at the context in which Jesus spoke about this parable, he spoke the, the parable even while the hearers could not understand what he was saying the reason it was just because the people were adding in their heart they are not ready to hear they opposed jesus direct teaching so they feel they felt that it was too radical so they don't want to hear nor understand what he was saying so jesus chose to speak in parable so that they will enjoy the story and at the same time, it will be passing lesson across to them. This tells us that in our context today, many people are not ready to listen to God's word. But glory be to God for our speaker, our pastors, that they use different methods in order to make people to hear them at the same time spreading the gospel. The text we have read this morning tells us about the parable of the farmer who sows seed and so by so doing some falls on the path that is the wayside with no soil some on the rocky ground while some on the thorn and some on good soil in the first three cases the seed is taken away or forced to produce no crop but when it falls on good soil, it grows, yielding 30, 60, or 100 food. When we consider this very well, we could see that later time, Jesus explained to his, to his disciple the meaning of the seed and what it represents. The seed represents the gospel that is being preached out to the people. The sower represents anyone who proclaims it, and the various soil represents people's responses to it. We could see that the first three representing rejection, 
while the last one represents acceptance. The emphasis of Jesus of this teaching is that people should hear the word of God, hold to it and persevere or be patient with it. And by so doing, they will be able to produce fruit as expected by God. So, in the like manner, God also expects us to produce fruit that He has given to us. He has given us some seed. He wants us to produce fruit from it. Good soil represents people who hear the message and live it with their lives. When we hear the message of God, when we are able to understand, we are ready to understand what it means. And we are ready also to hold on to what it means. Because when you cannot persevere, when you cannot we, when you cannot be patient with God on some certain matter, when he declares what he declares one thing or the other to you, and you felt that time is going, it needs to come to pass. But it's not coming to pass. Please, my sister, hold on to it. Maybe it has been declared unto you by so so year you will this thing will happen. But it's as if as time is going, that thing is not coming to pass. Please hold on to the word of God. It is until you are able to hold on to the word of God and you live by it. That is when the promises of God will come to pass in the name of Jesus. Dear people of God. God expects you to have strong faith and remain dedicated to a Christian lifestyle, even when things are difficult. This is the pathway of the kingdom, and the Holy Spirit will lead you through. Today I pray, receive the knowledge of the secrets of God to make you stand up for excellence and to make you candidates of heaven. Thank you for listening. God bless you. I'm your host, Omotaio James. I welcome you to daily opportunity. Daily opportunity is a daily devotion that feeds your soul with spiritual manner. This is the second part of allegory of the kingdom of God. Today our emphasis is on the wheat and the weed. Our test is taken from Matthew 13, 24 to 30. But for the purpose of our time, I will be laying emphasis on verse 30. And I read, Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time I will tell the harvester, First, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned, and then gather the weeds and bring it to my barn. I pray today, God Almighty will make us candidates of heaven. The stain that stain people and disqualify them will not stain us. Amen. Harvest is a season of gathering ripening crops, specifically the time of reaping and gathering grain. But for Christians, we could say harvest is a time where when the weed and the wheat will be separated. It is a time that just will really belong to the kingdom of God. Because when you look at the ways of some people, a question will arise in your heart that are really running the same race, the life that anything goes and it doesn't matter. That is what some people are living today. 
And these are some many others that prompted Jesus in his own time to assure his believer that let the weed and the wheat run together. At the time of harvest, the one the wheat will be thrown into the barn, while the weed will be born. Jesus also explained this very well because he explained that in chapter 13, 36 to 43. He explained that the seed, the seed we are talking about, was shown at the end of the king at the end of the race. He says that this he who sowed the good seed is the son of man, and the feed is the word. And the good seed, these are the children of God, and the weeds are the children of evil one. The enemy who sold them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the hedge. And the reaper are the angels. As therefore the damsel will are gathered up and born with fire, so will it be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that cause troubling. And those who do iniquity will cast them into the furnace of fire. We look at the passage very well. We could consider that Jesus is giving encouragement for Christians to remain firm in the midst of corrupt world. That the end we justify who really is a child of God. You may struggle to remain commitment to your Christian call. Why to order anything good? I urge you not to be bothered with that. But to continue to do the right thing you know. Because at the end, he who that belongs, he that belongs to God will really tell. All your struggle to remain a kingdom Christian are not in vain. The end will speak for you. That is my prayer for you today. And I pray as I round up that your Christian life may not welcome some atrocity in your place of work, school, even at home, but some so-called Christian may see it as it doesn't matter. I hold you to continue in what you believe. At the end of the race in life, you won't be found wanted in the, at the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Greetings to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. I welcome you to Daily Opportunity. Daily Opportunity is a daily devotion that feeds your soul with spiritual manner. Today is 20 July 2020 and our topic is Partner with God First, He Never Fails. Isaiah 14.24 is our text and I read, The Lord Almighty has shown surely, as I have planned, so it will be, and as I have proposed, so it will stand. I pray this morning that God will give us understanding of His word, and it will be good for our hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, Sow your seed in the morning, and at evening let not your hand be hidden, for you do not know which one will succeed, whether this or that, whether both do equally well. We could see that this test is giving us two advices. The first one is that we should sow seed. Sowing seed is to plan, is to invest, and is to do something 
like business we should try to do something because we don't know which one we succeed we should try to go in for streams of income as you are doing one thing or the other look at what you are doing what you can still do that will not affect your major business that is what the bible is saying that we should have a streams of income we should not have our own egg in one basket we should have as many eggs in many baskets so that is what the bible say and the bible is also urging us that even as we invest we should have the mindset that as we invest it can either fail or succeed or better still both can succeed but we should try to do something and this also indicates that man can plan man plan can fail or succeed that is man don't have the authority or the 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 capacity to say that what he has planned must surely succeed no that the bible put it here that it may it may fail and it may succeed so it may even that this man plan is under probability it may come to pass it may not come to pass i have seen many businesses that they started well but at the end they did not last long because man plans may my plans may succeed and may fail i pray in everything you do god will make you to come to pass in the name of jesus this devotion is to open our eyes to who we can partner with and we make your plan or business even investment succeed we could see from our test today that the old chapter is dealing with god promise to rescue israelites god also promises to deal with the babylonian that that we are maltreating the Israelite. He also said that what he has said will surely come to pass, and he will never fail in what he has said. We could see that the only one that could promise or that could plan, that could invest, that could even do any business without failing is God. He said what he has planned will come to pass. What he has proposed in his heart is will come as he has said it. So it is only God that can make a plan, that can engage in business, that can invest, and that thing will succeed. So in this manner, if anyone will succeed in anything he does, either business, either any plan, either any project, or even any investment, you need to partner with God first. Let the idea, let the planning, even the business start with God and commit it to the hands of God. He knows how to bring everything to pass. He knows how to turn around everything to succeed, to, to, make, to, to be success. So this morning, as you go, as you go through your way this, this week, I, want every, I urge you that every of your plan should be directed to the hands of god so he is the one that can make everything to come to pass so i pray that lord will help you in the name of jesus this is the time that many are looking for streams of income go to god before you start any business you can even promise to partner with god with half percent of your first income and be assured that 
Success shall be yours in the name of Jesus. As I leave you with this, let me pray with you. All your plan this week shall come to pass. It will come about according to your purposes in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I remain your host, Omotayo James is my name. God bless you. A warm welcome to you from the Lord Jesus Christ, our personal Savior. I welcome you to Daily Opportunity. Daily Opportunity is a daily devotion that feeds your soul with spiritual manner. Today's topic is partner with God first. It's part 2 and our emphasis is on making God our power rating. Our text is taken from Genesis 22. We read from 16 to 17. And I read and said, I swear by, by myself declares the Lord. That because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand in the seesaw. Your descendants will take possession of their cities of their enemies. Amen. We pray that this morning God will increase us. As we make him a priority in the name of Jesus. Yesterday we are able to consider that to partner with God first is to let God give you the idea of what you should do. Even at a time like this, that we are looking for various ways or things to do. So when we partner with God first, we go to Him to tell us what we be of advantages, what we make us what he will give us that we will not regress the plan and the business should be committed to the hands of god why because god never fails you notice that when god promised us in the book of isaiah 14 24 yesterday he says that he has promised and all things that he has promised he will carry out on the on for the people of israelites so he never fails when he in time of business in time of any plan or investment so that is the reason why we need to start from him and we concluded that even as you are starting with god you can even make up your mind by saying that half percent of what you will get at your first salary or first income you can use it to partner with god so today we are going to focus on how one can receive increase in one's endeavor it is it should be obvious to us or it should be known to us that some christian have dual natures they are christian in the church but in another thing in another thing or at work they they are another person there are people that are saying that this business is business we should put god aside and you notice that god can never be put aside in the life of a christian in the life of a christian so they are fond of saying let's put god as, aside but we have seen somebody in the somebody life that encourages us from the bible today and the person is abraham abraham longed for a promised child when the one and only child came god tested abraham by asking him to sacrifice the son god was not god was not interested in the death of the innocent child but he wanted to take his place in the heart of Abraham. Taking his place means making God the priority. 
<coughs> it is not that God wanted to kill Isaac. No, He just want to take his place in the in the heart of Abraham, and that is what happened to some people today. When God offer you something that take care of this thing, they made that thing to come first, and they put God beneath. No. God should take number one <clears throat> in everything we do. So God is expecting you to make him a priority. We find some Christians today that they are not ready to take to make God a priority. That's why some of them are failing and they are not having increase in what they are doing. But we can give credit to some people because their lives and their work, everything they do, they do God their priority. God was not interested in the death of the innocent child. I've said that before because God wanted to prove himself. So that's why he told Abraham that, look, I want you to give me your total heart. So there are people of God, when you put God first in everything you do, you stand a chance of receiving the backing of God. That is true. You stand a chance of receiving the backing of God in everything once you put him first. So it's as if God is the one doing the business using your hand to just do the business. And apart from that, you receive his blessing as well. Because the Bible also told us that the blessing of God maketh riches without adding sorrow. It is God's blessing that will be upon you. It will be open ways for you where there is no way. And we could see that even in, in, we could see that vividly in the life of Abraham that God's son with all with, with his might that look, I'm going to increase you. And this thing came to pass in the Bible. So, dear people of God, if you need to experience increase in what you are doing, put God first. That's why the Bible says, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every other thing will be added to you. So, I hold you this morning. May God bless you as you let God take his priority in your life. So, do not put him aside along the line or not allow him to have his place in your life. So, God wanted to be the best. Let me pray with you as I conclude. May God bless you and make your descender as numerous as the stars in the sky. And as the sun in the sea saw, may your descender take possession of the city of the enemy. Amen. I am your host, Amata James is my name. Thank you. God bless you.